It's Lars Menzel, and you are listening to Available Light, my podcast about photography. This is episode 7, entitled Photo Poetry. Let me describe a simple but curious photo for you. It was taken by the Mexican photographer Manuel Alvarez Bravo, who is the latest candidate in my list of names that are hard to pronounce on the air. I'll try my best. The photo is in black and white, and it shows a street scene. We see an exposed brick wall under a dark sky, with diagonal power lines cutting through the clouds above it. In the foreground, there's a sidewalk, which gleams in the sunshine. On it, you see a woman and a man walking towards one another. They're most likely just random pedestrians, but the way they're captured makes it look as though they're about to meet. It looks dramatic, that meeting under the dark sky, especially because there's some stark white laundry fluttering in the background. The photo comes from a collection of Alvarez Bravo's work that I recently stumbled upon, and it's called Photo Poetry. I wasn't quite sure what that meant, but flipping through the pages, it slowly dawned on me that this work was, in fact, poetic. Now mind you, I have never had much of an act for poetry. Hell, for the longest time I considered poetry some incomprehensible writing with too many line breaks. What convinced me to give it a second look was reading a few novels by the author Roberto Bolaño, another Latin American. His work was written in a surprising way. Bolaño uses a language that's best described as emotional rather than factual. By that I mean that he uses words to evoke a feeling and to augment what he describes on the printed page. I'm sure you've experienced something similar yourself in a great book perhaps, or a movie, or when listening to some of your favorite songs. It's a gut reaction you'll recognize, a very physical realization that the piece of art in front of you isn't just beautiful, but strangely profound. You could consider the poetic language a bit of a problem solver as well. Because telling a good story is difficult. Arguably, it is even more difficult if you're doing it in the small space of a short story or a poem. The space constraints mean that you have to condense or strip down an idea, that you have to express it differently than you would in long form, through words that normally mean something else. Metaphors, impressions. The author Virginia Heffernan has even argued that much short-form writing is necessarily poetic, that tweets, for instance, often resort to poetry to express an idea in 140 characters. What I'm getting at is that photos are perfect at accomplishing the same thing. In an instant, they can say accurately what's difficult to put into words. Take my explanation at the top of the show. As much as I enjoy describing photos on the air for you, you would get a much better impression of the photo by looking at it. I can give you an approximation by talking about stark, white, fluttering laundry over an exposed brick wall, but the image really conveys all of those descriptions in an instant. Better yet, the photo is evocative. The photo touches you by communicating more than just that dramatic meeting, and by tapping into something much deeper. That's what I mean when I say it's poetic. In his new book, Why Poetry?, the author Matthew Zapruder describes the effect like this. I have found, he writes, that the poems which have meant the most to me 
retain a central unsayability. A place where the drama of truly looking for something essential that can never quite be reached is expressed. Somewhere in the poem, or at its end, knowingness stops. Those moments where a limit is reached can often be the greatest and most honest in poetry. I love that. Moments where the limits are reached, where there's an unsayability. That's exactly what I see when I look at many photos, and especially those by Manuel Álvarez Bravo. He was exceptional at achieving that effect because he recognized the profound in everyday situations. And then he used his camera to capture it. And some of the photos will leave you speechless, even though there's nothing special to see in them. An agave plant, a shadow on a wall, or a stoop in a house. The photographer William Eggleston once said that objects and photos were naturally full of human presence. He recognized that even frames devoid of activity naturally hint at something. Not necessarily at something that had happened, but rather at something that could happen. At a sense of possibility. Photopoetry, then, is a way of seeing. It is a way of recognizing that sense of possibility and how it is hiding in plain sight. What's so frustrating is that you can't accurately describe it. You see it when it's there, but it has exactly that kind of unsayability that Zapruder describes. You sense it, and it puts you in a state that feels profound. Alvarez Bravo chose to look carefully when he was taking photos. But even if we don't, we can do the same. Walk around with open eyes. Consider the clouds in the distance, or the light falling into a room, just so. You might not be able to say why that moves you, but you don't have to. Just enjoy that a whole new world opens up. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, you should head over to www.available.li, where there's six other episodes you can listen to. Go check them out. It's how he wants to ride